0: hello and welcome behind the bar i'm your host chandler phillips and with me is
1: james beery
0: and today we are featuring a uh fun new alcohol or not new one but it's <laughs>
1: uh your little spirit
0: it's our featured spirit of today the black history month spirit the black history month the spirit. spirit of black history is uncle nearest uh 1956
1: mm-hmm 19 1856 oh 19 oh
0: yeah 1856 that'd be even spicier um and uh but before we get into it we just want to remind y'all to comment review like and subscribe
1: wherever you may listen
0: and uh it's important join to us, us. Yeah. join us uh earlier this week remember to to look at was that in good taste as well yep. um
1: where we're talking black history it's a very special episode
0: I'm excited for that one because I haven't really felt guilty in a while. Yeah, it's
1: about oh, it's, it's going to happen.
0: Oh, f- fun, fun. Um, but aside from that, let's talk about the whiskey we got today.
1: Ooh,
0: I, I was really excited for this one because uh, I mean, there's a much more in-depth history that'll i let James get into. But really, it's the um, whiskey or the the it's named after the master distiller that taught Jack Daniels everything he knew before opening up Jack Daniels distillery. He's kind of the originator of Tennessee whiskey and kind of, well, he is, <laughs> he, is. he just didn't, I guess, popularize it under his name. Yeah. And why was that?
1: Cause he was a slave Oof. and it's interesting too, because he, I need to look at the notes for this. It's very interesting. So he actually worked for Jack Daniels uncle, First.
0: That's uh Dan Cal. Yes.
1: Right. And okay. what happened was is that he taught young Jack Daniels how to distill whiskey. And then when Jack Daniels got older and he started his own distillery, he took uh uh Uncle Nearest Green with him and his family, and even today Actually, uh, two or three of the Green family uh, actually still participate and, you know, work with work for Jack Daniels. And actually, like...
0: Well, the distillery is named after their family, right? Yeah, it is.
1: You know, but that being said, it's still kind of weird. Yeah. And, uh, it's definitely kind of weird. Um, they have three varieties that are out right now. Right now, they have the 1956 Extra Age, which is this one here, which is 100 Proof. They have the Small Batch... Which is a little cheaper, and I think it's I think it's like eighty six proof. I, I don't completely remember. Mm-hmm. And then the third one is the it's like the sixteen year or something. It's, it's pretty expensive, also. Yeah, it's, it's aged. Like, yeah, it's that almost, one's
0: more close. Yeah. to like the hundreds, right? Yeah,
1: it's it's, it's like it's like it almost two hundred dollars. Yeah. And then they're coming out with their their
0: white whiskey. Oh, like a moonshine? Yeah,
1: they're coming out with their white whiskey, the one that they use, you know. From the distilling process, kind of like how, uh, what's the other one?
0: Uh, I really like, uh, White Dog yes, from it's uh, a, Buffalo Trace. It's a lot like that. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. Yeah. I'm actually really excited to, to see that come out. Um,
1: I'm hoping that we get to revisit these, you know, have a little sidebar, kind of like, because I want to do the other ones as well. I think that they're going to be kind of interesting.
0: Well, I mean, we got a whole month to celebrate <laughs> Black history and, um, <laughs>
1: One whole month.
0: And just that month. <laughs> you're relegated to that month and that month only. Um, no, we'll get more into that later on. But uh all right, so we got this whiskey. We had a couple little tasting sessions before we started recording. Um I know I wrote down some some notes.
1: I wrote down good notes too. You wrote
0: down some notes. Um let's compare notes.
1: All right. Ooh, let's compare notes. Gotcha, I love it.
0: All right. Um do you do you wanna go first or shall go, I? Alright. Yeah. Alright. Tell me what you think on the uh on the nose. What's your first impression?
1: So first I did a I did a pour into a shot glass. I did initially a.75 I I poured into a shot glass. I kinda yeah. let it sit for a little bit. I gave it a little bit on the nose. It was super interesting. So I just make this very clear for people who are listening. When tasting whiskey, when tasting everything, you know, I'm not an expert. I'm an enthusiast, but I have lots of experience working with around coffee, roasting coffee, you know, producing coffee and serving coffee to people. And it's the same kind of method.
0: It translates the coffee to the whiskey.
1: When you smell things, it reminds you of stuff. It doesn't smell like chocolate. But it'll remind you of chocolate. It's very important for people to understand.
0: That's why they're tasting notes and not tasting songs. Yes, yeah, so
1: it's, <laughs> it's not the flavor; it's a note because ah, you get a hint. Flavor. The flavor. So I really thought that on the nose, it was like it was very sweet. It kind of had a little bit of candiness going on to me with a lot of vanilla. Mm-hmm. I I found a little vanilla, and it was a little bit of oak. It was very clearly oak because I drink a lot of bourbon. It's clearly, it's clearly. You know
0: Well as a Tennessee whiskey, it kinda has to fall under some bourbon guidelines. Yeah, one hundred
1: percent. It it's it's oaky, you know. It's sweet, vanilla y, oaky. The nose is not anything special. Hmm. There is a little bit of ethanol, but not as much as you would think. It doesn't have the heavy, gassy smell that you would get from something else in the hundred proof.
0: Like it doesn't make your eyes water, but it still kinda singes the first couple nose hairs a little bit.
1: Yeah, would you get? Would you get when you gave it a little whiff? whiff, whiff? So yeah,
0: I I agree with you in the um, you get a little bit of that that kind of sharp ethanol, but again, it's a hundred proof, so you're gonna you're gonna get some ethanol mm-hmm. if you're not smelling any yeah. ethanol. But it's kind of subdued though, right? Like... It it, it could have been mm-hmm. a hell of a lot harsher. Yeah, yeah. Um, interesting. I mean, yeah, you get your typical bourbon notes to it. Uh, I also got a little bit of apricot and mm. and. Like, again, that classic char, but it almost kind of got, like, that, that fruitiness to it, where I think if I were to pin down the type of fruit, it was more in the stone fruit variety. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but I think I would go apricot, that kind of, like, orange, um, fleshy mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, uh, nose to it. Or, like, uh, actually, you know what it is, is dried apricots is kind of the Oh, I, I get it.
1: I, I actually wow i can see that
0: on the nose yeah um and then we get into the body a little bit and what i got from it was it starts out like a classic bourbon i guess like the initial like flavor you get maybe a little bit of high rye bourbon because the spice Mm -hmm. from it kind of stays in the forward of the mouth but Mm -hmm. the overall theme is uh a kind of sweet um buttery like Mm. the oakiness from it. What'd you get kind of once you, once you got. It, it's so funny. Your first couple tastes. Cause you mentioned in. like, you
1: know, so one, it doesn't have the same kind of traditional, like, so it is Tennessee whiskey, but it doesn't actually have the same taste as a regular traditional Jack Daniels. I'm actually getting something very interesting. I'm getting ready for this.
0: I'm oh, ready for I'm, this. I'm braced.
1: I get a lot of banana, which makes me really? think that it's corn forward. If anything actually I would say oh god I'm about to be so nerdy I think it's like 60% like I feel like whenever you get into whiskeys that are like 60% corn you run into like the sweetness you get a certain kind of sweetness mm-hmm. you get the banana and I'm also you know so I think like for mash bill vanilla
0: I I'm going to disagree with you real quick oh on I don't think it's the corn that's giving you that banana flavor I think it's the grain that goes in it uh only because when i taste like um the uh new york 77 brooklyn wheat whiskey or the uh slaughterhouse um whiskey out of uh, napa california there's more of a of a grain on the mash bill but it's both of those have
1: this corner grain
0: yeah, but like oh. they, they delineate oh. between corn, oh, rye, uh, ooh, and general, just saying. or <laughs> or wheat. It was
1: it's sweet. It's it's also ethanol ethanol heavy, of course, but it's not crazy. You know,
0: it's not insane, and it's
1: subdued and inoffensive. What did you think?
0: I think. All right, I, let me look at my notes real quick. I oh think God, here we go. <laughs> I really thought about. It. I sat on it. I did like my three sips that you're supposed to do and then i and then i went back for a little bit more to just really fucking hammer yeah. it out yeah <laughs> just fuck it real hard just just fucking yeah. um jesus that guy's... Thought... sorry <laughs> just get it in there um so i think you get a little bit of that malt toastiness and that's where i disagree on the corn it's the malt i think you get from the wheat that's and crazy, the grain
1: crazy i feel like the toastiness is the oak and the smoke Ew.
0: and well i mean the you get toasty. It reminds me of almost an Irish single malt, and that's why, that that's where I'm drawing the line, um, where I think you're fucking wrong. Okay. Um, I'm sorry, I got aggressive. Yeah.
1: Uh, <laughs> on black history malt, too. Okay. Mm. <laughs> Anywho,
0: you also taste on the back end that char that it's filtered through, um, because it's a Tennessee whiskey. It gets that et- extra uh, activated carbon. Um, filtration and usually it takes out a lot of those like intense alcohol
1: This alcohols. is too nerdy for me.
0: Oh, this is too much. It's too nerdy for me. I just I I like it's the Too ca- nerdy. All right.
1: I want to ask you a real question. Okay,
0: okay, go for it.
1: Right? Like so first we we made a cocktail. We made one of their cocktails for the website. We made their smoky apple you know, it's like it's it's a whiskey sour.
0: It's a smoky apple whiskey you sour. You know,
1: I mean, like, I tried the oranges. We smoked our own apple cinnamon cider syrup. You know, but it's, I was
0: really proud of that. It's, it's
1: really way. fun. It's delicious. It's on their website, unclenearest.com. dot com. But like, it's good. It's delicious. Refreshing. But like, how does this whiskey make
0: you feel? Oh, good question. Um, it's interesting because the finish is just kind of there and it doesn't really have a good amount of closure for me and so it reminds me of when i would drive from sacramento to visit my friends in northern california and you drive past some of these uh, agricultural like orchards and stuff and you'd see them having a bonfire of all the trimmings that they would have like right after a fresh rain because what would happen is it rain and then you'd have the fire because everything else wouldn't catch fire because it's wet, except for the things that you trimmed out, like all the. So it reminds me of just that kind of fleeting moment where you get that sweet smoky flavor, and then uh, on this route there'd be a lot of almond trees, and so you get kind of like a sweet smoky. It's intense, and then it's gone, and it doesn't really linger too much. But that's that's the that's what I'm associating with it. What do you...
1: Imagine, like rereading the first book of your favorite series. You pick it up, familiar, comfortable. You know what the story is. You know where it goes. Complex, exciting. Maybe you read it before. Maybe the story in that book is not exactly perfect, but you understand the history. You understand. What it is.
0: You know where you the story's going. We read it. Oh.
1: You would never say you love it, but yet you always pick it up again. You would never say you love it, but it's always in your hand. I'm not gonna lie. It's pretty damn good. I would actually say, I think I'd give it four out of five yes sirs.
0: Four out of five yes
1: uh no, not yes, sir. No, like not like yes, sir. G- g- yes, sir. Yes, sir. Oh. oh. Yes, yes sir.
0: Mm. <laughs> I don't know if I can rank it the same <laughs> way you
1: can. No, you definitely cannot.
0: Um. <laughs> Something like 3.5 coming, um. boys. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> Where you think? <laughs> Seven and a half. Where you think you going? <laughs> I
0: give it a 1.5. Go on, get. Um. No, I think to for for our for the sake of our agricultur um uh rating of it, I'd give it I'd give it a four point two. Yes, sir.
1: Yes, sir. Four point two. Lower than me.
0: No, yeah, just said, a little
1: bit. You said four Oh yeah. Oh five. you gave it a little bit higher than me.
0: I'd give it just enough. Yeah. The...
1: Well like the white man just having to outdo me.
0: It's the I appreciate the ethanol burn because mm-hmm. it reminds mm-hmm. me that it is alcohol. What a good Ally. Like if it, <laughs> I I like the flavor and it leaves you wanting more. And it just kind of—it's an easy drinker. I th- it, I think that's the most dangerous part of it is it's too easy a drinking for as strong as it is.
1: I definitely agree with that. Well, wow. well, wow, that was that was awesome.
0: That was pretty solid thanks for joining us behind the bar
1: and of course don't forget of course to listen to was Any good taste that just came out last friday a very special episode
0: we're talking about cultural plunder oh boy uh black history month oh boy um you know how white people are terrible Uh, well but more than just that thanks for joining us um The bar's closed. Get out. Leave. Wait, no. You can't just say get out. I just realized (laughs)
1: something. The bar can't be closed. They're behind the bar at night. We've invited them. So leave. Goodbye. Go. Go on. You you, you, you don't have to go home. But you can't stay here. You can't stay here.